Hi, everybody. This is Jimmy DeYoung. Thank you so very much for taking a moment with us to take a look at the book. We're going to continue our study from my series, Alignment of the Nations. And this time, we'll be listening to some of what I had to say about Satan's subtle strategy. Indeed, he is bringing all the nations of the world together to ultimately accomplish his satanic goals. This is a must-listen. If you can take just a moment with us and listen to what I have to say about Satan's subtle strategy as it relates to the alignment of nations, I'll come right back and tell you how you can get your copy of this entire five-hour series on CD entitled Alignment of the Nations. Take a moment with me now and let's listen to the study. Angels can take on human form. Where do you get that from? The Bible. <laughs> chapter 19 of the book of Genesis. Quickly, we'll go back to it in just a second here. Chapter 19 of the book of Genesis. Let me show you something. This is the story of Lot with his wife and their two daughters at Sodom and Gomorrah. And you know what's going to happen over there. Look at chapter 19, verse 1. And there came two angels. Now, that's as plain as you can read. Anybody can read that. And there came two angels to Sodom at evening, and Lot sat in the seat of Sodom. And Lot seeing them, now these were spirits, Lot number one could see these two angels coming. All right? He see the, he's seeing them, he rose up to meet them, and he bowed himself with his face toward the ground. Man, they were visible enough that he could bow before them. Verse 2, and he said, Behold, now my lords, turn in, I pray you, into your servant's house and tarry all night and wash your feet. <laughs> I love this. If they were spirits only, he could at least see their feet because he was going to wash their feet. So that would have been four feet popping down the street, you know. <laughs> Can you imagine? I mean, if that's all it was, I know I had feet anyway, okay? I mean, I'm just reading the Bible. You can tell me what you think it is. I'm just reading the Bible. And then look at it down here in verse 3. And he pressed upon them greatly, and they turned into his house, and entered into his house, and he made them a feast, and did bake unleavened bread, and they did eat. <laughs> now here you got four feet walking down the street with intestines and esophagus and everything hanging out there in the air. Because they're going to eat. they got a digestive tract, and they got all the rest of it, too. I'm not even bringing that up. But uh, here they are. You know what I, you get the point? These were men. Look what it says in the next verse. <laughs> verse 5. And they called the, the, the Sodomites in Sodom. You know what Sodomites are. I don't use that word homosexual. That's not a biblical word. That's just a word that glosses over what sin is. They were Sodomites. They came and said, hey, we want these men. Look at verse 5. And they called unto Lot, and they said unto them, Where are the men which came unto thee this night? Bring them out unto us, that we may know them, that we may have a sexual relationship with them. They were men. And those Sodomites wanted them. They had their feet washed, and they ate. And down here, when Sodom was under attack, the two men, the angels in the form of human males, reached out and grabbed Lot by the hand and pulled him in the house. These were men, and they were evil angels that could do the same thing as these good angels who came to Sodom. And they came forth, and they put on the form of human males, and they impregnated women. You said, hold it, man. 
The Bible says in Matthew chapter 22, when Jesus was responding to the questions from the Pharisees and the Sadducees, what about this woman who had seven husbands here? What's going to happen to her? Who's she going to be the wife of when they get to heaven? And Jesus responded by saying, well, when she gets to heaven, she will be as the angels that are in heaven. Okay, I take that. There's no problem with that phrase. But you know what that's talking about? In heaven. I'm not talking about on earth. That verse is not used to prove that men and women can't have a sexual relationship today on earth, does it? It only proves they don't have a sexual relationship in heaven. And that's where the angels are the same way. They don't have a sexual relationship in heaven either. But on earth it doesn't say one thing about it. Don't put in there what's not in the Word of God. Okay? And then you have to deal with Jude, chapters, uh, Jude verses 6 and 7. And 2 Peter chapter 2, verse 4, I don't have time to look it up, where it talks about angels, evil angels that committed fornication. What is fornication? Let me tell you what a biblical definition of fornication is, not what you think it is. Fornication today is those that have a relationship outside of marriage uh, before they, uh, they're not married. Adultery is when a person is married, has an outside relationship. Fornication is any sexual relationship that God forbids. That's a biblical definition of fornication. And he forbidded evil angels having a sexual relationship with human women. That was against his plan. But Satan dispatched them. They came. They had this evil sexual relationship. And what happened? They were put in the abyss. Remember the man from Gadara coming full of angel, uh, evil angels, demons? What a, a demon is simply an evil angel embodied in a human body. He came, and, and as they saw Jesus, the evil angels, the demons spoke out and said, Oh, Jesus, don't put us in the abyss, anything. And he didn't. He put him in the pigs, and they ran into the Sea of Galilee and died. They didn't want to go to the abyss. Later, we're going to see that the Antichrist, excuse me, Satan himself, opens the abyss in the ninth chapter of the book of, uh, of Revelation. Now look with me. Oh, by the way, that sets up the reason for the flood. There was no other reason for the flood. You said, man, wait a minute. Don't you know how bad it was back then? Don't you know the immorality that was taking place back there? Don't you know how filthy they were? Let me tell you something. We have degenerated to as low as you can get. You can't get any more than we see on primetime television. How could they have been any worse? God didn't kill them off because they were living immorally. He killed them off because they had been contaminated. The human strain that had to be pure for a virgin one day to bring forth a Messiah had been defiled by the angelic strain. You know why God left eight of them, Noah, his three sons, and their four wives. What was Genesis chapter 5? A genealogy from Adam to Noah and his sons. Do you see anything there where an evil angel impregnated one of those wives and had any kids? No. That's the reason for that genealogy. Genealogies have purpose in the Bible. It's great to study them sometime. Look what it says in Genesis chapter 6. I want to show you something about 
verse 8, and Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Now these are the descendants, are the generations of Noah. Noah was a just man and perfect in his generation, and Noah walked with God. What does it mean, perfect? Well, it doesn't mean he was without sin because he was born in sin like everyone else after Adam and Eve. It means he was perfect. He didn't have the, the terrible satanic strain in him. And that's why God allowed. That's the second strategy. Ooh-ooh. Satan fails again. God sends a flood to wipe out. It says in chapter 6, God said, I repented me that I created man. But I got eight of them over there. Chapter 9, verse 1. Chapter 9 is what? Noah, after the flood. You see how important that is? Noah, after the flood. What's his first word? Be fruitful, multiply, and replenish the earth. And he establishes the nations. We studied that last time together. Now another strategy needs to be instituted. It's now 1030 in case you need to know the time. Another strategy needs to be instituted. Go to Daniel chapter 10. Thank you very much for taking a few moments with us to come to a better understanding of Satan's subtle strategy as it relates to the alignment of the nations in the last days. The nations aligning is one of those four major trends that we will see as evident in our world leading up to the return of Jesus Christ. This prophetic five-part audio series includes Mankind's Master Plan, Satan's Subtle Strategy, Ishmael to Islam, Alignment of the Nations, and Here Comes the Antichrist. You can get your copy of this five-hour, five-part audio series on CD by calling our toll-free number, 8-PROPHECY-8. That's translated into 877-674-3298. Or go to our website, www.prophecytoday.com, and make your order. You need to listen to Alignment of the Nations. It'll help you understand why things are happening in our world as they are today. Again, that phone number, 8-PROPHECY-8, 877-674-3298. Call today to get your copy of Alignment of the Nations. Thank you very much. And Jimmy DeYoung here reminding you that Jesus Christ could come today. So let's keep looking up until...